All right, welcome to the Ride of Super Strong Podcast, guys. This week, I have the wonderful Martin Diller on the show. Martin is a great drummer and great friend of mine. We've been friends for years now at this point, uh, but he's an amazing drummer. You're going to hear all about him. Um, we record this like months ago now, <laughs> now that we're in February, the love month. Oh yeah, it's Valentine's Day this week. Holy moly. I hope that you smooch and kiss and hug on somebody. <laughs> but back to Martin. Um, we uh, we recorded this so long ago, we didn't get a chance to plug all the stuff that he has coming up soon. Um, and something really exciting that he's doing is he's starting uh, on tour this uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, with Postmodern Jukebox, uh, US and Canada, and then also going on tour with Yuna, Y-U-N-A, in Europe. Um, so he's going to be touring a lot for the next several months. So if you want to check out Martin in person, then you're going to have to be somewhere other than L.A. where he normally is and lives. Um, but I highly recommend that you do check him out. He's a badass and a great guy. So, um, yeah, that's that's what you can do to check him out. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, only public shows that I'm doing, I think, are uh, with Zach Churchill, past guest. We're playing on Saturday on the 16th. Uh, at the ranch at Laguna Beach, and then Oak in Laguna Beach. So we do often. So at ranch four to eight, Oak uh, nine thirty to close. So we'll be there in Laguna Beach on Saturday. Otherwise, I am working on a movie scoring project for a short film that past guest Brittany Visser is in, and I'm tracking a duo album with Liza, past guest as well, Liza Wallace. Um, so tons of. Uh, kind of behind the scenes fun stuff going on here at the studio and uh, stuff that's going to be coming out soon so very excited about all that stuff and of course like I said and I mentioned earlier it is the love month it's February 12th right now when this episode comes out meaning in two days you've got to show a loved one some love you know so uh, in order to show a little bit of love I thought it'd be fun Um, I had a, a dear friend past guest Isabel come in from episode 99 and uh, she has a podcast that also comes out today. Um, so I-, I had her come out. She's doing a... Actually, you know what? I'm just going to let her talk about it. All right. I'm sitting here with Isabel from episode 99. She came over today. How's it going, Isabel? Hey, Ryan. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't normally throw a, a short interview into the front of an interview with somebody else, but you came over for a special reason. <laughs> I did. I am. I just started my first podcast, which came out today. Yeah. And I needed the guru's uh, information <laughs> from his brain to say, how the heck do you do a podcast? <laughs> so I came over and you gave me some awesome pointers. And uh, yeah, you're the man. And thank you for being so kind to feature me in the beginning of your episode. Of course. Yeah. It's awesome to have you. Um, let's tell people. So you basically, you're doing a live podcast on every other Sunday, right? Yes. Every other sunday on my facebook page mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. uh i just like that live element yeah it just kind of uh adds a little something when you're and it's video too through. right yeah, yeah it's so video th- through facebook live exactly so, so it'll cool. be on my facebook on every other sunday and then i will be releasing the podcast everywhere on tuesdays awesome yeah. cool and so that's and it's called unlabeled the podcast yeah it's right? called unlabeled the podcast mm-hmm. and the inspiration for starting it was you know my music is all about uh you know expressing yourself and like talking about the things that are really inside of you and your real thoughts yeah and so i was like well i i'm, I'm a talker so yeah. why don't i just develop this more and uh unlabeled kind of came to mind because the podcast is all about like being unfiltered yeah. and uncensored about how you're really feeling on the inside, especially with the social media age right now where everything looks so perfect on the outside and everyone compares each other's lives. I want to talk about the stuff that's like 
you know, underneath the rug that no one wants to talk about. So that's what the podcast is all about. I'm going to have special guests every, every time we do it. That's awesome. Yeah. That is cool. And uh, who was the guest that you had on today's episode? So today we had Cece Fry, who was a X, uh, X Factor finalist. Yeah. And uh, she's an incredible, creative woman. Uh, she's super, super smart and super talented. She's an amazing singer-songwriter. Just having her on the show. For she's the hilarious. First, she's, she's a great hang. She's just amazing. Like, she's so entertaining to listen to yeah. and talk to. And I've gotten to so play with experience. her a couple times with uh, your loved one, Julian Hoffman yes. Beachka, who's yes. also a past guest of this show. I know. We're uh, all fam. Yeah, that's true. We're that's true. Fam. And actually, I just spoke with Julian, uh, I think like last week or something, and he was and he was saying you guys have a bunch of stuff to promote soon with music yes, and things. Music so and everything. Yeah, we might, follow my Facebook. We might be having stuff. you both back here one of these days. <gasps> oh my days. gosh, if we did a joint one, I don't know what yeah. I would do with myself. <laughs> I would just blush the whole time. <laughs> so get excited for that, podcast listeners. Yes. Um, and so yeah, Unlabeled the Podcast. Unlabeled the Podcast. Thank you for, for shouting it out. I really appreciate course, it. It's going to yeah. be fun. It's going to be unfiltered, and we're just going to get real. So it's And it's tw- uh, twice a month, not every week, right? Twice uh, a on month. On Tuesdays. Yeah, every other week cool yeah well thank you for coming by and hanging out with me thanks man everyone enjoy the podcast that's right enjoy the following (laughs) (laughs) all right so back back this week uh yeah but so definitely go go get excited about isabel's podcast unlabeled the podcast she's awesome and you're gonna love it so check it out it also comes out every other tuesday that all being said you guys came here not for me you know not for isabel you came here for marvin you know, and I've already plugged his stuff and I've plugged my shows for the week and I've plugged a little bit of Valentine's Day, you know, so I think it's time to get into it, you know, so what I say every week, especially this week of love during the love month itself, you know, is, hey, I hope that you're surrounded by people that you love. I hope that you are feeling safe and warm. If you're in the car and traffic, I hope that you're not getting too pissed. I hope that uh, I hope that you're feeling overjoyed about this loving, loving week. And if you're feeling a little bit lonely, I hope that this podcast will bring you a little bit of friendship and make you feel a little less lonely today. Um, either way, I want you to get comfortable, sit back, relax, get yourself a chilly beverage, you know, or hot, depending on the temperature. I know that it is polar vortex season right now. Um, get comfy, and most of all, like I say every week. <laughs> Enjoy the freaking show! Alright, hey, hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I have, you guessed it, Super Strong. Today's strength level is... A royal knight. Now, that seems strong. I mean, uh, we don't have knights that are very much around anymore. I feel like people getting knighted is kind of more for honorary purposes now. But knights back in the day had a real purpose. You know, they were lancemen. They were they protected the area. They fought for their king. The royalty. The, the knights are old school in protection. And the man that I have on today um, is someone that I consider. You know, a, a, like you know, knights were in a brotherhood. You know, of sorts. So, like, if you were a knight and you met a fellow knight, you had each other's back, you helped each other out, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the man I have on today is in that kind of world for me, in my in the in the percussion and drum world and uh, local, you know, LA entertainer kind of vibe. And so, this man, I'm going to introduce him now. He's a composer. He's a drummer, percussionist. He's a handsome man. 
nice smile, very welcoming person. He uh, he is a talent booker. He's a t- multi-talent uh, entertainer of all kinds of sorts and sizes. He plays drums for Postmodern Jukebox, Yuna, so many different Martin Diller Quintet. And he's that very name that I just said. This is the wonderful Martin Diller. Hey, hey, hey. That's too much, man. <laughs> a night? Wow. That's a lot of pressure right it there. It is. Well, you know, it's true, though, because, you know, like, I mean, there, there's a vibe of people, I think, and it's, I think it's every city has this, you know, like where whatever the whatever the career is, it could be, you know, it could be building houses, it could be cooking, it could be, you know, anything. You find this group of people that are all doing what you're doing. You know, and then, you know, like when you need to sub stuff out, you need help doing something, you need to borrow gear, you need, you know, or like you're, you're or somebody needs a drummer and you can't do it, whatever, you know, like, uh, that, that, you know, I feel like there's a circle of friends that, you right. know, we yeah. all help each other out and you're <laughs> one of those guys, uh, in my world, and you know, I certainly, and, uh, and I think that's very cool, you know, the, the ability to help each other out and kind of the Knights of the Round Table vibe, you know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, I think we're all in it together. That, For sure. That's the way I look at it. It's it's a hard industry. And, it is. And so, you know, and I sort of, you know, I sort of feel like these things come in circles and if I can help somebody out and they can help somebody else out, it'll, it'll probably come back and help me out down the line. Big time, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there might be a selfish reason to that, but in general, <laughs> but in general, I, I just like seeing people who I like and I'm fans of you know, do well and prosper and, sure. and have, have, I think, you know, if everyone can kind of raise their, raise their level and raise their, uh, their output, it mm-hmm. helps everyone. Well, that was a uh, high tides rise all boats. Right. Right. right, right. That, that totally, vibe. So totally, I like, totally. I totally agree. And yeah. that's, you know, and I've been, I've been wanting to have you on for so long. Um, I've been, man, I'm a fan of this show. And oh, thank who you. produced that, that slap, that intro. Who <laughs> that, that? Yeah, that was... That's a, that's a man by the name of Chris Hackman. Okay. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a badass. He's been on the show a few times okay. and uh, yeah, just a true gentleman. He, he, uh, he's a, he's a part of the show every week, you know? And so I, I really was, love him. Uh, you guys couldn't see, but I was dancing. Yeah, he was. To start. It's true. It's a, it's a great song. I might have to cop that. For <laughs> Do you. it, man. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Well, so, you know, the night thing, uh, now is the theme for the show and that's okay. the, that's the strength level for our show. But, you know, basically I have one question I ask everybody when they first come in and it's very simple. You know, the, the vibe is it's called Ryan. It's super strong. And so everyone knows me. They, they hear me every week, but they're going, you know, uh, who is this Martin Diller? <laughs> Who's this guy? So my first question is always, Hey, who are you and what are you doing here? Right, right. Uh, who am I and uh-huh. what am I doing here? You can get as uh, deep yeah, and existential right, as you right. want. You, we could go once in a lifetime. David Byrne, uh, how did I get here? Um, yeah, uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm a professional musician mm-hmm. uh, and uh, just, just trying to be a professional in this industry. Uh, is a challenge and I've been playing drums and music since I was about uh, 12 growing up in uh, Oakland California and the East Bay mm-hmm. and uh, just basically always uh, you know always love music and always love the camaraderie and the and the and the team and the sure and the uh, connections you made and I always felt music was music was super important and it connected with me, but I also f- loved uh, the idea of traveling and meeting people through music. And yeah. that was always a really big thing for me. And that's, I, I saw that as part of the career as well. 
Um, it's huge. It really opens up yeah. the whole world, basically. Like so that, so that's who I am. I'm a, I'm a lot about connections and and meeting people and really you know opening up my worldview. Yeah, through music, and that's important. I feel I mean, especially nowadays, I feel like you know either I think it's kind of extreme. Like either people have a really huge global perspective or it's extremely narrow. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a block perspective kind of right, vibe. right. I think even more so today than ever. Yeah, yeah. and that's and or it, and, and whether it's whether it's more so or not, either way, we it, we definitely see it more clearly now for sure that different kind of disparate situation yeah, but no i feel I, you know we're kindred spirits in a way and i know that uh you know there's that drum brotherhood that always you know so we've had so many friends uh that have been on the show that are drummers totally. um you know and, and you know so many of the people that have been on this show um you know, you've been you've played for Tara Louise, who the fans of the show yep. love. They love her from the, she did that uh, postmodern jukebox She's every boss, once in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Christian Newman and mm-hmm. Josh Johnson, all these guys. So mm-hmm. you know, you're in that circle of friends, or a lot of our you know the listeners of the show know a lot of our our kind of tribe that we have. <laughs> totally. So so I've been excited to have you on, and I'm excited that you're here. Um, I guess I'll, you know we'll just get into questions. I know we're gonna share some music. We're gonna do all okay. kinds of stuff. Um, but I'm wondering, I was thinking about this earlier. Do you think it's mean when people send you videos to check out? Um, do I think it's mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you ever think about the mean side of that? Like when, you know, cause sometimes you think about the good part of it, right? Like, right. like some, Oh, they said they saw a video and they're thinking of me, but th- sometimes when you're really busy or you're doing stuff and right. then somebody sends you a video and then they're like, what'd you think of it? Right, right, right. <laughs> Well, mean isn't the word I would use, but uh, I I think, again, I think it's generally good intention in trying to help out. Yeah. But like, you know, like my Does it mom, feel like homework kind of? Well, when my mom sends it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. You're like, okay, now I got to pause my whole yeah, day now. Or, or my girlfriend's mom sends me stuff. That's when it's like, okay, like I got to get through this now. Uh, but what's the time limit? You know what I mean? Right. Like what's the video time limit that you can look at it and be like, well, I, I I have to look at it. Generally, I want to re- like look at it enough to where I get a gist of it and I can report back. Yeah, and sure. Say, like this is this was interesting. What about and, when somebody sends you like a YouTube video that's like a two-hour live set? Yeah, no, that's not cool. <laughs> like, that's not don't cool. Do that. Yeah, you're it's, giving me two hours of work right now. Again, it's all about presentation in general with everything yeah. and just. You know, you're going to have to have me like a couple of drinks deep and we got to have a deep hang going down <laughs> yeah. before we watch you yeah, know, a two hour live performance. Exactly. Like yeah. That. That's the whole thing. And, and it's all, and you always feel bad because it's like these, it'll always be legends, you know, like, right. you know, look at this video and you're like, well, obviously I, you know, obviously I love this person, but you right. know, I, I really want to spend two hours right now. And, watching and, this. and that was kind of, I feel like college, that's part of a college experience. Sure. Like having the time. To oh, like, hell yeah. To yeah. Really, really do that. And that's what's so great about, you know, being young and being in college is you have the time to, like, the time to waste. Follow to every watch. YouTube yeah, wormhole like, you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm going to get set back if I do that. I don't have For enough sure. time. I know, man. I agree. Um, So I said freelance. I think the Lancemen, and we're both freelance right. people right yes. now. So, like, what does freelance mean to you? Like, how do you feel about that word? It's right in the wave, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, you know, freelance is really when, when things are good, things are great. And when things slow down, you got to have other kind of fires cooking and kind of other, uh, things you can work on and, um, to really stay productive and not get dark. Cause it's easy sure. when things slow down oh, just yeah. to be like, man, like 
when is this going to change or is this really what I should be doing or what, Mm -hmm. um, what does it all mean? Uh, but really when you have, uh, kind of when, when think for at least me, when things slow down, I try and look at it as an opportunity to work on things that I've wanted to work on that I haven't had time for. Sure. Um, so that's kind of what I mean with other fires cooking. And maybe it's time to look at that two hour video, you know, sure, maybe it's yeah. time to Check like, that, you know, that, yeah. um, so freelance is really, that's, that's what that means to me. And, and really also when it slows down is, is making new connections. Cause again, sure. that's for, again, for me, it's like, I have time to go see people's shows. I have time to go. Yeah. That's huge. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's kind of what I think. I love, yeah, that's, I, I like always try to use my, I'm going to use that word. That's it's a really true. good one. Well, that's, you know, cause that's, yeah. a, you know, the word, the term freelance came up in the time of nights, right? right? So they were literally a freelance, like that you could hire to protect your zone, you know? Mm. So, or do whatever nights had yeah. to do back then, you know, the more, you know, yeah. And that's, so I'm like, so I think about that a lot. Cause that's, you know, that's what we do. You know, we all, you know, we have each other's back and we're looking, you know, we're, we're, uh, our own bosses, but we're, you know, ready to be hired by anybody that, you know, uses our particular set of skills. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, I think about that all the time though, but you're totally right. Like the, the, there's fat and lean times and those lean times, especially in the, in the dawn of the social media age where everyone's posting up the best parts of their life and yeah. you're in a slow oh, time man. and you, you open it up it's and your brutal. friend is like killing it and you're like, oh shit. Brutal. <laughs> Just... It's this constant. I mean, it, you can use it for good or you can really let yourself get down. Right. Right. And I, and I know it's not just the music industry. It's, no. it's every business. Exactly. Yeah. If you're, you're, if you're on your own and you're doing it, there's, you know, it's, it's definitely a grass is greener moment. Um, when you're like, man, I would love a full-time job with benefits and everything. But then, yeah. you know, I talk to my friends who have full-time jobs and they're like, man, you, I, I hate my boss. I hate my life. Sure. I'm yeah. stuck in a rut. And so I think with freelancing, um, again, you're your own boss, but that means you have to act like a boss yeah. and you have to act like a, uh, you know, you have to be responsible and that's hard to do. That's, that is hard. That's really yeah. hard to do. Spe- you know, especially cause you know, so much of our job is the hang, right? right. Like, it's like, you know, right. this vibe of like, and it looks to other people like, you know, goof off time or whatever, but it's, uh, who, who taught you about the hang? Do you feel like anybody ever taught you about it? Or did Man, you just stumble into it? Uh, the hang. Uh, no, that's that's why I wanted to become a musician. I know. Because <laughs> I wanted to hang out. <laughs> exactly, I wanted to yeah. chill. No, but the hang. The I think the with with music. I think the job is travel and the hang. Yeah, and the hang. You, uh, the the playing is such a little part of it. Right. Time right, wise, right. that's the fun part. <laughs> exactly. Like that, you know, playing music. That's like the easy part. And the assumption is you can do that part. Like, right. if you're in a certain room with certain people, it's just like, no, he can. No, they're they can play so we don't have to talk about that at all right. like we're talking about spending time together and right hygiene and like all that kind of yeah. stuff you know <laughs> Dude, that's funny yeah uh it's it's definitely um with with, with hanging i think it's it's that's you know i feel a lot of times i get hired for you know being a good drummer being a professional you know sure. having good gear having a, a good attitude but but re- sorry but really the big thing is having a good attitude and having being able to hang right and yeah. being able to like you know when the gig ends when before the gig starts um you know being someone who people want to be around and people yep. are like feel comfortable with yeah and that is a huge element to why i stay busy in yeah. my opinion I think especially young musicians, which we still are, I guess, but uh, younger musicians, I think, like, don't realize how big of an impact 
like you know it's all about like somebody sees you by the feeling they have when you leave you right know? like right. like you yeah, know do they feel like, better do they feel like built up or encouraged or they were they hyped on the hang or did they like hanging out with you right you know and and so when you walk away it's even like after the it's like what kind of effect did you leave you know were you just talking about yourself the whole time were you talking about how amazing you are you know like how you know the mistakes other people made that pissed you off or complaining you know it, it can make a huge effect on your career you know totally and i think especially as drummers as oftentimes being you know supporting the music and really you know not just creating an environment musically that's comfortable for more lead uh players like singers or or horn players uh it's creating that environment socially as well like an environment that people feel comfortable in yeah it's like i'm not just creating an environment on stage, but also in the green room, on the tour bus, yeah, you know, on at the bar after the show that people are like, definitely, you know, this is I'm having a good time with this with this person. Yeah. Um. So next next question: yogurt or no gurt? You know what I mean? <laughs> definitely yogurt. Yeah. I'm not a big yogurt guy, but I like it, and I and I like probiotic stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's all good you know kombucha guy and uh so you're not one of those people that like because some people don't like certain consistencies or like creamy based foods right, and stuff like that right so are you you're, you're in that zone though you like that stuff yeah, yeah yeah i'm you know i'm not gonna go out of my way i'm not like right. a, a yogurt every day but I, I like yogurt what about frozen yogurt versus ice cream you know i'm not a big dessert guy yeah so okay i'm the same I'm, way i like i it's one of those things that I, I never like crave it mm-hmm. once I have it. Like once You're like, oh, this yeah, is delicious. I'm like, this is good. I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat all this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so probably ice cream over frozen yogurt. Sure. Uh, but I, it feels silly to do frozen a, yogurt to me. I'm like, yeah, just go all the way. It's, if you're a, gonna do it's it. probably a push though. It's, you know, yeah. whichever one's in front of me. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you like girly things? Yeah. Yeah, I like girly like, things, and I and I specifically, you know, like, do you have like like uh, is, like candles, flowers, <laughs> I d- you, know, you know, stuff like that. I, I should get some candles. Candles are nice. Yeah. Uh, I like. Uh, I don't have a lot of face creams. Yeah, but I will steal Ooh. my girlfriend's face cream. Yep, occasionally a little moisturizer, or face face Feel wash, a dry. She's a big Aquaphor user, okay. And I, I will, I'll dab some of that Aquaphor when yeah. I'm not a sponsor of the show, by the way. No, no, <laughs> not a sponsor. Could be. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but I will, I, I won't say no to girly things. Yeah, See, I like, I is... like yoga. I like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what it is because no one's ever challenged me on my liking of this type of stuff. Okay. But I think it's like the Kansas boy and me, you know, right. being from Kansas. That I right. feel like I have to like. To be like defend myself, like yeah, I, yeah, I can light candles. <laughs> you know, I don't think that getting flowers should just be for girls. Like you know, so Lori right. buys me flowers. Oh, that's really, and nice. I love that. You I know? never get bought flowers. I They're beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, you have, to, but like I think as a man, you got to make that intention clear. I think because because mm. I think the assumption is guys don't like flowers, girls will literally change their whole mind about a subject if you give them flowers. Right. <laughs> it's like, right, what? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're not some magic potion. Yeah. But uh, but guys can like it. I like flowers. And Lori yeah. just got the flowers that we have out there. Lori oh, bought for me. I'll have to. I'm sorry I missed it's them. Like, I'm it's sorry like, I missed your flowers, Ryan. Well, I was pissed. But. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> now we're getting to girly things. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Kablam. No. Oh, man. Yeah, I think about that all the time. Like, no one ever challenges me on that. But, right. You know, but, I, but I feel like I need to be, you know, I need to, stand firm for some reason like i feel like obligated to be like hey it's cool man <laughs> flowers smell good <laughs> they do smell good <laughs> they're pretty little to look at why don't why can't i like that yeah 
Um, so you play in career-based stuff again. Okay. You, you play with a ton of different groups. Yeah. That goes with the freelance thing. Um, do people understand your career, like family and friends or like people you grew up with? Or are they like, oh, you in a little band? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have. They yeah. have over time. Yeah. Uh, I, Begun it, to understand. It, yeah. I yeah. think it, it takes a while. It's, um... And I, th- I think it still takes a while. It's still like a, it's, you know, with, with family and friends stuff, my family's all cool. My friends are all super supportive. I think yeah. they've just seen me do it for so long. Yeah. And I think a lot of them may have changed careers or never knew what they wanted to do until sure. recently. And so for me, I've, this is what I've done. Exactly. And yeah. so that's what they know me to do. Yeah. You've been sticking uh, to it and making, yeah, and, garnering success. And, yeah, and and I've had you know rel- relative relatively successful. I'm able to pay my bills, exactly. Able yeah. to save some money, uh, and live a relatively middle class lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, doing what I want to do. And so th- I think they, yeah, they they understand and they get it. Yeah, um, I think if I came from a slightly more conservative family, sure, that might be a different situation. But I I'm really lucky where. Everyone in my family uh, is is really cool with it. Yeah, and really excited about it. I think that's the same for me. That the family vibe is is very supportive, and all musicians and stuff. But you do get that every once, especially if you like go back home and talk to old friends. They'll be like, "Oh, you still doing the little drummer thing?" Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. Like, all right, dude. I yeah, you know, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've gone a couple of those. Yeah, uh, and and then they just ask me what I'm up to, and they're like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah. Like then they're, then they, then they kind of get it. Sure. Uh, but it, it takes, you know, when they're like, Oh, you're still doing that. Like you're still, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old. And right. Like, yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Or like you meet somebody that like you started doing drums with yeah. in school or something yeah, and they're like yeah. a lawyer or something. Yeah. Like that. You're yeah. still drumming. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to me yeah. too. But yeah, I think it's the, yeah, I think longevity proves the, the rule or whatever. It's like, right. you know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, you know, I'm doing this yeah. is what I'm really doing. Yeah. I think, I think the bigger thing, someone, a friend, a uh, saxophone player, I went to school undergrad in Cincinnati, Ohio at, at CCN. Oh, right. And someone right. I went to school with uh, posted something a while ago where they said um, it's hard to uh, kind of make clear to people who aren't musicians that uh, success in the music industry isn't becoming a rock star. Exactly. Isn't yeah. becoming a, a big pop star. Yeah. Uh, that actually just making a living is that's you know that's like that's being, our job. oh you're a plumber why don't yeah. i see you on tv every right day? <laughs> right like, yeah, like, no, yeah. why aren't you on dirty jobs just because you, you don't know? see yeah. you don't see this plumber all the time doesn't mean he's not making a living right doing so i think i think that's that's more the message i like to convey more yeah. to people is like you know i i never really had any plans of being a rock star right yeah. i just really like this yeah and i liked uh making like i said making connections yep. um so that that's more the message that i like to convey to people who don't really know what we do big t- yeah, yeah totally I, th- I think that's a great thing and i you know i, I ask you a lot of kind of like career-based questions because you know young drummers listen to this stuff and right. i you know it's, it's i think this is a particular hurdle that's going to be difficult to get your emotions past sometimes when you're working your ass off so, you know, sacrificing a lot, not going out very much, or you know, especially at the beginning, you're trying to like make things happen, and then some. Then you like you, then you go like talk to an old friend or something, and they like stab you like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, when, when you're not expecting it, and then right. you're, it just it can really take the wind out of your sails. Right. You know? But again, I I think that's true with any industry. Big it's time. like yeah. it's it's 
or anything you do, like any insecurities you have, right. it can take one comment to kind of like take you off yeah. the tower Boom. that you're in, you know? Yeah. Especially so, if you're just really focused and driven. Right, on right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can hurt. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's, uh, I think the next best thing to get people to know who you are. Okay. Um, would be to play a tune. Great. You know, let them hear you drumming a little bit now that we're talking about all that let's stuff. Let's do it. So you said you were, de- this is this is a tune off of your album from the Martin Diller Quintet. This is the Trader Joe's parking lot. Yeah. Correct? Do you yeah. wanna, uh, is there any background or people that are on it or? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is just a recording from. I don't. I'm not good about like making records and stuff like that. Um, and this was just a a board mix from the Blue Whale, which they actually do a really good job there yeah. now. Uh, and then I I was on the road and I kind of mixed it down. And initially, this was just going to be kind of promo videos, um, kind of YouTube videos, or, or just kind of like Instagram clips. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this. This actually sounds okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll release this. Yeah. And uh, and I you know talked to a couple people who were like, yes, release it. Um, and it's just good to have kind of like a footprint on you know iTunes, Spotify. Sure, exactly. Um, because people want to buy your stuff. Like right. they're, they're all, and people are always asking, like, where, where can I get your right. album? Right. Exactly. You know? And I was always really bad about that. Yeah. Um, so now I have something. Uh, this is a song. Actually, I went. So I went undergrad Cincinnati I went to grad school at Cal Arts and this is okay. a song I actually wrote at Cal Arts nice um but it was about a Trader Joe's parking lot in Silver Lake uh in East LA where I was living and it's a notoriously bad parking lot yeah. as most of them are but <laughs> yeah, this one sure. in particular yeah um and I had been writing this this baseline already and it just sort of came together and it kind of felt chaotic yeah and like this parking lot so hence the name Cool, man. All right, well, here's Cheddar Joe's parking lot. Oh, I should, real oh. quick, this is uh, also Josh Johnson, who you've had oh, on the show. Of course. Uh, Daniel Rodham, who mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he'll, he will have been he on the show have by been the time on this the show. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Richards on bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Miro Sprague, who has he been on the show? He's no. not been on the show. Okay, no. on piano. Um, and this is live at the Blue Whale. Yeah, that's a killing band, by the way. Thank you. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm big fans of all of them. So yeah, they're all, I can play they're all good dudes. Yeah, yeah. that's great. awesome. Yeah. All right, well, here we go. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hey, man, thanks for sharing that, too. Hey, thanks so much. I'm glad you liked it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, okay, so that's awesome. Uh, like you said, you had many people that have been on the show on that tune. Um, and, and it's it, like I, I love hyping my friend's music on this show because it shows people who you are. It's, I mean, that's as a musician, you often meet people the most when you play with them, right? Yeah. So it's like that. So I, I think that's when you're speaking from the heart the most, especially, you know. Yeah, these it's 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 easy to talk from from your instrument, you know. Yeah, you spend more time doing that than actually talking a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So thanks for sharing that. Well, plenty more during the show, but we're gonna go into our first segment now. Okay. Uh, this is a little something called the compliment corner. Oh. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment. Corner. Hey, Martin. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to the Compliment Corner. Yeah, it's so nice in here. It's way different now, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Everyone loves it here. It's very warm. Um, yeah, very plush. Yeah. I feel like everything's plush. It's soft. Soft. Yeah. And homey. So yes. that's the vibe. Yeah. Okay. So in the Compliment Corner, what happens is uh, it gives me and my guests a chance for where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look you in the eye. Okay. I'll give you a compliment that I mean. Okay. You'll flip it around. You'll look me in the eye. Give me a comment that you mean. Oh, wow. And we'll both walk out of here one comment heavier at the end of the day. Move this microphone so I get better eye contact. <laughs> Does this sound good? Yeah, it's great. All right, cool. Well, welcome to the comment corner. I'm Ryan. Hey, hey, Ryan. I'm Martin. We always handshake, and okay. I like to have good manners here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, my comment for you is this. It's kind of a uh, kind of uh, industry one, I guess. But the, I mean, because I, I could go on so many details about just your warm demeanor, or like the, or your, or how badass of a drummer you are, all that kind of stuff. But uh, what I want to talk about is Sassafras, that jam session that you had for so long. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Man, for real, it, it was it was so special. Like, and you built that, you know, and you built it with people that were also very special. You had, you know, and it, it was my favorite place to go. On, I went like all I went so so we many there. Sundays. We I was there like, all lot. the time. We were there very late. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. We always came we and had hang. some crazy nights. There. We no did. <laughs> But we loved it. Like, it was such a place to go hang, like, you know, as, as that kind of generation of, of musicians was all there. Um, all the people that we've named already were there all the time. And you know, I often, like, when new people moved into town, I would bring them there. And, like, you'd always come to me, like, hey, you want to play? And I'd be like, hey, get this person on. You know, like, my friend Helen De La Rosa, who was, right, was on the show, right. you know, when she first came, I brought her in there. And, you know, so, and, like, all that kind of stuff. It was just such a warm, it was always awesome because, you know, those two, like, people will move here and they're looking for a good place to hang and play or just hang or whatever. And that was always my first. I was like, dude, go to Sassafras on Sunday. That's awesome. The vibe man. is so That's great. Yeah. And that was all you, man. You know, and I think that, you know, I mean, obviously it's the community and stuff too, but like, right. but you were the person that got that going and kept it going and, um and it, like and that's a big deal to me i think you know i mean booking stuff sucks in general right right <laughs> but like but you know you not only did you keep that going for a really long time but you you know it was really special you know it was a really special uh, hang and i, I and i, I would, think that I would speaks to a little bit though i would say it sure. wasn't just me it was that it was everybody there right and yeah. it was the house band especially for sure yeah um i'm just gonna I get it. I get. I get. And I get it, dude. Believe yeah. me, I get the. I get the. The need to deflect <laughs> compliments when they come at you. <laughs> All right, sorry. This is a compliment the, corner. Exactly. You just take it. You sit okay, there and take it. it. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but yeah, but uh, but it, it really, it's. I. I, I mean, like like I, said, I. I totally agree. You. I mean, you put this group together, and that's what made it so great, and all that. But, um. But it speaks volumes that. You know, like you couldn't have gotten those people around you to make it that special if it wasn't you that did it. You know what I mean? Like you, you had something special. People believed in you and the thing, and then you know it turned into something bigger than you probably even had imagined. And 
you know, and so and, and I just I think that speaks volumes for you, and it's very admirable. And I I've always thought highly of you because of the the ability to have built such a cool thing. Thank you. I yeah. wasn't expecting that. That's yeah. man. <laughs> I'm shed a tear. That was so beautiful. Well, I mean it. I yeah, mean thank it, you. Thank of you. Of course, man. Uh, so is, is it my turn now? It's your turn now. <laughs> First of all, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, Ryan, man, you're just like a genuine dude. Like, and that's, that's like, it's hard, especially in LA and in, in the world in general, mm-hmm. uh, just to meet genuine people who, again, like you can look in the eye, they sure. have a smile, they have, you know, it's not coming from a place of of trying too hard or, or really right. trying to overcompensate. Sure. And like, man, every time I run into you, it's a good time. I remember like I ran into you on your birthday, uh, at the bar that? up the street with your brother. Oh, at the woods. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah woods. That's right. And yeah, I was yeah. like, this is the greatest day ever. Yeah. Like it's Ryan's birthday. <laughs> and, and I think, you know, that's, that's, you know, I don't know who your parents are but, uh-huh. and who your family are. And sure. maybe that's a testament to them, <laughs> but, I don't know them, so I'm just gonna give it all to you. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I like how you gave me that opportunity to deflect. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, you know, but really, you know, you're 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 a good dude, and that thanks, again man. in this industry, uh, again, like when you talk about like me, like trying to share the wealth and 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 you know pass on work to other people, yeah. uh, and subbing. Oftentimes, I want to hook up the homies and yeah, hook up sure. the friends, and dude, you're you know. I want like I want to make you happy. Yeah, same because too, it's man. like yeah. it's so much fun to hang with you. You know, because you are a good dude and you're so happy all the time. <laughs> well, dude, thank you so much, man. That That's means great. a lot. And this is I, it's an honor to have you here and uh, to you know just to hang and have some because we don't we don't get that much hang time. We talk you know Not every recently, once in a while and, yeah. and normally it's always a subbing situation. Right? Yeah, so we don't see each other. And whatever, and, but. and yeah, and yeah, sassafras is no more. So I know that's that a bummer, a, man. That was a good. That was such a good like yeah. check in, and it was right. uh, even when you couldn't go, it was nice to know that was going on. Right, <laughs> right, nice definitely. Yeah. So it was, so, but yeah, man. Well, cool, man. Well, that's been the compliment corner. Yeah. <laughs> sound cues are killing. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm very proud of those. Um, so yeah, um, let's. That brings us to our next um segment. Okay, okay. this one seems more negative, like uh, coming uh, coming right off the back of that one, okay. but it's not negative. I'll explain why. When you get by the human race, what you gonna say? This segment's called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. That was the wonderful Chris Hackman on vocals. <laughs> um, this is a segment where, uh, very much like the comment corner, we're going to spend some time, you know, doing, you know, saying stuff that we mean. Okay. Uh, but this is a time for us to air some grievances. Okay. So, well, you know, I'll, I'll go first because I'm putting is you on the like spot. Festivus? Is this like Festivus? Is like the Yeah, kind Festivus. of like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that section of Festivus yeah, where yeah, you yeah. air grievances. Air airing of grievances. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll go first so you're not on the spot. But basically okay. we'll talk about something that's been irking your chain, pissing okay. you off or whatever. Uh, and then it gives you a chance to figuratively tell that thing to get his thing butt out of your face. Okay. So here we go. So the thing I'm going to talk about is a uh, baggage claim. And uh, I wrote this down because and especially came into my mind when you walked into my house today and you had a snare drum and cymbals on your, you know, the, Karen, right. and that you brought it. I'm assuming you brought it from your car. Yeah. So they'd be safe and stuff. Yes. And, um, and, it, and it made me think of baggage claim. We just got back from Ireland and 
when we got, you know, you get through customs and all that stuff, and then you go to baggage claim, and then you sit for like an hour. Like, like it took right. it took almost an hour for us to get at out of LAX. Bags. Yeah, yeah. It, can, it can take a while sometimes. And I just there's no I have never <laughs> had a variation where my bag comes first or even close to the beginning. My bag is always in the last group of people. Totally. It doesn't matter what part of the plane I'm sitting in, what time I like how early I checked in, if I like if I you know, even if I'm with a group of people, like six of us or like a band or something, we all check bags, everybody has their bags and mine is always lasted at the very end of the thing. So everyone's always waiting on me. And it pisses me off. I don't it's it's like magic. You know, I don't know what's going on. I don't think somebody has it out for me over there, but I you know, I need the universe to help me out with this. Uh, and so I'm trying to make it real, you know, and trying to I don't want to give it too much power and have this <laughs> be a thing in my life forever. Maybe but I acknowledging hate it. it, yeah, will change things. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, maybe, I'm hoping acknowledging yeah. it and saying, "Hey, yeah. you know, baggage claim, get your dang butt out of my yeah. face." <laughs> so that's my intro today. <laughs> I thought it was a deeper like baggage, like people with baggage, but it was literally the literally baggage. Bag. Yeah, yeah, bags. bags. Yeah, bags. Okay. Right. And often snare drums and cymbals. Yeah. <laughs> LA, that that international terminal uh, at LAX, I've. Yeah, especially after like an international flight. Yeah, you know, you've been, been flying on, for a twelve, you know, 12 hours. Or something. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're wiped, and then it's like an extra hour on top of that, and then even just getting home from LAX is another hour. Is yeah. Another hour sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to factor that. the The key that I've learned from from traveling in general, yeah, is actually the biggest thing is just patience. Sure. Uh, yeah. And exactly. just like kind of like, just laughing at situations like that. Yep. Uh, and because you know, like sometimes it's. You know, you got to get to the plane. You got to go through security. You got to get on. You got to walk through the terminal. You got to get on a bus. You yeah. got to get on another bus. And it's like, you know, all these things start adding up. Yeah. And online, you know, and you just got to understand that, like, everyone's freaking out. And yeah. if you can just be, like, as zen and patient with everybody, yep. it makes it makes things move way quicker somehow. Well, and people appreciate it too. Like, I mean, the right. people that work in the airport. Right. Oh my God. God, they love it when you're and you patient. you get hooked up when you act like that. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And and things kind of tend to flow your way when you just, you know, you don't get hung up on things like that. So I, I think, I think, yeah, I think things will change for you. I want it to, yeah. you know. I've never, you know, I've never let my anger show in those situations. Right. But when you, especially, the, it I happened. I can imagine. It happened. Uh, Ryan oh. angry. I that's like a black hole's got to open up something. Man. No, people say that. No, it's real. It's oh, a real sure, thing. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, like I remember uh, when Liza and I, Liza and I went to Rio, uh, Rio de Janeiro, like uh, six, eight months ago. Okay. And we came back. Our, our bags took like almost two hours to get off. Oof. And we were. And Rio so far. We were so angry and yeah. tired by the end of it. <laughs> How is Rio, by the way? I love it there, yeah. man. It's always such a fun time to I've go. Been for, I haven't been. It's I amazing. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, I, I love Brazilian culture yeah. in general. It's just yeah. such an awesome yeah. vibe, and everyone plays drums and yeah. stuff, and yeah. it's just very cool. It's a fun party. Yeah, that's great. All right, well, let's hear yours. What, what, what's been irking your chin, man? What's been <sighs> pissing you off? So I have – this is my biggest pet peeve. I, I, I don't really have many, but this is this is a big one. Sure. This is, my, this is the one that comes to mind. Okay. All right, so you know when you – go to a uh, restaurant or, or food vendor place and it's an order at the counter situation. Right, right, right. It's not a mm-hmm. wait service. It's not, there's no hostess. Yeah. There's no one sort of directing traffic yep. on that sort of thing. My biggest pet peeve is when 
people save tables mm. when there's like limited amount of tables yeah and you're in line and they're like someone else is in line for them and they're saying the table they got the table already and you get you put your order and you get your ticket with the number where the server can give you and there's no tables available and someone's just saving a table yeah this is my larry david like bit <laughs> There's a great system. It usually works in most restaurants yeah. where once you order, there will probably be someone who gets up from eating. Yeah, exactly. And it yeah. usually works pretty well. Yeah. Most restaurants have it timed out that way. Actually. People aren't hanging out forever after they get done. Right, eating. right. Especially in those kind of contexts. Yeah. Uh, that's my big... So when you, you know, just think twice about saving seats and tables when you're at a, at a restaurant. Um Cause I might be there and I might say something. Yeah. I might, I might. might. Like, what would you say? Maybe I I would just say, I usually, I've done this before and my girlfriend is just like, hey, for it. Uh, I usually say, Oh, uh, uh, have you ordered yet? Have you gotten your food yet? Yeah. Like, no, we, you know, we have someone in line. I'm like, Oh, well I've ordered my food's coming. (laughs) Can I get this seat? Yeah. And it's usually an awkward moment where it's horrible. But I like that's, a, that's it's, amazing. It's, that's it's, some confrontational. It's the one thing that drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm I'm usually a pretty cool guy, usually. But uh, that yeah, that's my Larry David like well, confrontational. I get it. Because thing. the root yeah. of that is someone is is adding convenience to to their life at the cost of another's. Right. You know, and the one exception to the rule though is is elderly people sure. and and, pr- and yeah. pregnant women handicap or handicap like or something that, like yeah. that then i you know well, they need then to go sit down yeah that's it's fine that's different yeah. yeah totally but if you're like a 25 year old you know just chilling there on your phone yeah. while people have been waiting in line and they're gonna get their food soon mm-hmm. <sighs> well tell them what you think wait what is it again i forget get your dang butt out of my get, face. get your get your dang butter out of my face you said butter butter what is it? Get your dang butt out of my face. Butt. Oh, I heard butter, man. It's the drummer ears. <laughs> go for it. Go. Okay, now say Get your dang butt out of my face. There, there we go. <laughs> I love that. That's Get your dang butter out of my face. That's a that's, different game. That's yeah. A different game. That's yeah, like a... That's... I wasn't sure about that. Like a dinner party kind of... Uh, yeah, kind of or dinner it, complaints. Yeah, airing was, of grievances for holiday meals. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't know what else. I was like, oh, that's an interesting phrase. I've never heard that. It's something about that reminded me of River Runs Through It. Do you remember that? Did you ever see that movie? I don't think so. Oh, man. That's a good one. You should watch it. I is won't there, go into the details. Scene in there, like, yeah, there's a scene where these two brothers are. It's it's very quiet and realistic movie about a family life basically. But these two brothers are, you know how brothers can be where they just know how to pick each other's buttons, right. you know. And like yeah. in some days you might be able to take it more than others, right? <laughs> but right. so there's a scene where one brother's trying to make a sandwich and the other brother comes in and starts being like, "No, let me show you how to make it really good. Put this on there." Put the, and then and then they have this huge fight, you know, like, where they just like basically fist fighting because they're so you know he could. I don't want sardines on a damn sandwich. You know, so that like sounds that. like me and my brother. Actually. Exactly. <laughs> it just takes very little sometimes to right, right, right. <laughs> the fuse gets shorter and right, shorter as right, it will right. as it will. But uh, yeah, man. Well, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. Good. I was afraid I was gonna hit the wrong button. No, oh, that's great. <laughs> I like that. that, that right now. Um, cool. Um, wait, did I do that? I don't think I did. Oh yeah, I did. Okay. Um, the next game we're gonna play is uh something called the Slowdown Throwdown. Slowdown Throwdown. so good thank you man thank you i appreciate it so, <laughs> so many we don't always play these games but this is a fun game uh the slowdown throwdown basically is a is a chance 
where uh, we're going to talk about a topic. I'm going to give us a topic. And then, I don't know if you listen to podcasts much, but in the podcast app, there's that little button that's like one and a half times, two times, zero, you know, or you can go back to regular oh, speed. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So this is a game I invented so that the audience can play along with us, actually. It's cool. interactive. I like that. Nice. So what I'll do is I'm going to give us a topic to talk about. Okay. And then when we hear a sound, let me get one. Sounds are, oh, here. I forgot to prep. We'll use this. Okay. He's got a little hand drum. There we go. When sorry, I forgot what to prep that. What kind of drum that. is that? I don't know. It was a gift from like when I was younger. Okay. It's made of teak wood. Yeah, it looks like very like Middle Eastern or like Mediterranean. I think it was bought in Thailand. Oh, so I'm totally so, off. So it's uh, well, you're over there. <laughs> totally off. <laughs> so would uh, basically, I'm gonna give us a topic. We're gonna talk about it. But okay. when we when we hear this sound, we'll either we we're gonna either talk regular or we'll bring our uh, speech slower, we'll slow down our speech. But I don't mean like. Talking slow, like just talk at a slower tempo. Okay, makes sense. Got it. And so when you hear the sound, listener, you'll either uh, press the two times speed up so that when we're talking slow, you'll hear us at regular tempo. Got it. <laughs> or when they hear, it, they'll bring it back down to no, to normal. Does okay. that make sense? I think so. It's very complicated. Yeah. No. No. I. I... <laughs> If you're confused, listener, I'm yeah. a little confused as well. It's cool. I th- so we have two speeds of speech: okay. regular and right. slow. Okay, got it. And then got so it. just go, we'll start regular, and then we'll just go back and okay. forth. Cool. So all right. So the topic we're going to be talking about in slow down throwdown is things we were afraid of as little boys. Okay. Okay. Um, starting now. What were you afraid of as a little boy? <laughs> Did I'm you have any fears? I remember my childhood. Uh, were you afraid of monsters? Or ghosts, or skeleton bones. Yeah, I was afraid of. I was afraid of like. Yeah, probably, probably ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. Oh, really? I lived in old houses. Yeah, and I like was like, you know, they uh, just you know, thinking you're feeling something in the middle of the night. Sure. Where it. You're like, oh, I think there's another presence in the room, but there isn't. You know, right. you're just, you know, you're just mind is playing tricks on you. I was afraid of the dark and spiders, okay. which I'm still afraid of spiders to a big degree. I was also afraid of like, like big spiders. Any spider of any kind will freak me all the way out. Which really sucks. Yeah. Because they are everywhere. Are they still? They still freak you out. They do. Yeah. Oh. I'm still very afraid of it. Okay. Uh, I was also very afraid of murdery, murder, murderers, murdery men, murdery men. <laughs> <laughs> that scared me. That's a hard word to say. Murder. Are you afraid man. of things now? Do you have any fears that are scary to you now? Yeah. Yeah. All the fears. Um, a good fear. What am I afraid of? Uh, I'm afraid of parking tickets mm. always yeah that sucks because it sucks to spend any amount of money on a parking ticket it's a, it's a uh, it's a climate of fear that i live in in la all the time <laughs> climate of fear <laughs> uh just just even parking on your block right i spent about three to five minutes uh you know, really reading signs, reading the signs, trans- making sure that translating you were safe. The, the lingo, because you know the the permitted parking's real and right. the street cleaning's real. 
and and they're out they're out they you know it's a bloodbath out there with the with the uh citation officers <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, well, let's put the slow down. Throw down. Those, <laughs> it's a very stupid game. I'm, I'm gonna when I listen to these, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that out. That sounds. Like it's fun. fun. Yeah, it's very fun. You know, and, and like it's, it's cool because the listener can either play along for real and use the interactive aspect of that, or they can just listen to us sound real dumb. Yeah, you know? which is good. Either way, entertaining. Or they can listen back and do both. Right. It's all up to them. Right. You know, which I, th- I mean, I don't know any other podcast that really includes the audience like that. No, that's great. So that's, you know, that's something I'm very proud of. It's a good, I like that. I like that. <laughs> no matter how silly. Um, okay, cool. So let's, I think w- before we do the last bits of the show, okay. I'd like to play another tune if you're down. Okay. Um, let's you do, said, let's do, we'll do a uh, cactus hang. Okay. Cause cool. I'll, I'll kind of, I, I was meaning to tie that in earlier Okay. to sassafras. Oh yeah. Which was again, uh, the the Sunday night uh, little set session uh, that I mentioned Jonathan Richards and Josh Johnson already yeah um, and Dana Rodham they were all on it we started it back I think in like 2012 mm-hmm. and it actually started with this great saxophone player who lives in New York now Frank Silva right I, I love Frank. Frank yeah yep so it was me Frank and Jonathan Richards. And then we added Josh into the mix and then Frank moved to New York and we added Daniel into the mix. That's awesome. Uh, and like you said, it was always a good time there. Uh, a lot of people would come in from town. A lot of people would come sit in. You'd sit in. Yeah. Uh, did you played there a couple of times too, right? Yep. Something mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was always, <laughs> the bartenders were great there. So it was always kind of, a slightly inebriated night usually <laughs> ending you know um staying until the bar closed one Ooh. of those bartenders was justin oliver oh who, yeah, yeah who's been on the show as no, well kidding. and then i joined his group and all right, that you know, back right in those times so. yeah justin the homie yep we love um, Justin. anyways so we would usually you know have to get some food at the end of the night we'd be pretty hungry and we'd always go to cactus taqueria that's right down the street on vine uh which is you know, pretty good Mexican food. It's not the best right. in LA, uh-huh. but it's probably one of the better late night ones. Yeah. Especially and it's right there. Area. And it's, it's right, right there. Yeah. And so this next song, uh, is called cactus hangs. Cause often we'd be at cactus taqueria until like three in the morning. Just, yeah shooting you know shooting the shit exactly that's Lori's um, favorite place like, yeah like for you know there's and i i yeah, i'm like you know, it's, it's not my favorite in la but we've gone there so many times it's, right. it's delicious you know and just you know just when you you know had a couple drinks uh oh yeah it's it's a great spot for that yeah so yeah this next song uh is called cat it's super simple little melody i wrote like almost like a monkish kind of thing uh like felonious monk kind of thing mm-hmm. uh and it's just something simple to let people kind of rip over sure. and, you know, conversate and hang out and something that's comfortable. So this is Cactus Hanks. Nice.
All right. So we're coming to the end of the show. Cool. Um, I think we'll end the show with a tune too. If that's okay. you know, yeah, I think great. that'd be cool. Like you know, we we end the show and then the last thing people hear is you playing drums. You know. Okay. So we'll do that at the end. But the last question I have before we do you know some other uh, plugs and all that kind of stuff is you know this show is as you can tell very in- incredibly inspirational to people. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm tearing up. <laughs> so my last question, yeah. you know, the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. That's right. me. Uh, so my, my question for all my guests at the end is, Hey, are you super strong? Uh, that's a tough one, man. Uh, yes. Nice. I like uh, that answer The you know, there's so many different types of, of strength, right? right. Mental, physical, right. spiritual, right. emotional, right. all these different things. Right. Um, so my idea that I always do with people is like, you know, people are listening to this and you never know when with a podcast. It's, they might listen the day of, might right. be years from now. Right. But somebody that's listening might be really relating to you and how you think and your music and all that kind of stuff. And so I like to ask my guests to give a little piece of advice, you know, that makes you super strong in some way that my listeners can use as a mantra kind of for the week uh, until next week when another guest comes and gives some advice, you know? Nice. Uh my advice is no one re- no no i uh i was going to say no one really gives great advice uh but but really my advice is um just get out there and just again we've been talking the theme i think of what we've talked about all show is just you know hanging yeah uh and being social and i think it's so so easy we have all the abil- all the things we need at our fingertips to stay home, sure, and just chill. Yep, and that, and that you got to do that. You got to you know you got to take it easy. You got to you know recharge and stuff like that. But uh, I think in general, people are are happier and more productive. That's a Radiohead uh, little spot right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, when they get out there and they mix it up with people, and it doesn't matter what your job is, doesn't matter what. Um, your profession is, but especially if you're a musician, you got to get out there. Sure. And, um, and it's not just hearing music. It's also just talking with people and hanging out and supporting music. Yeah. Um, cause I think if you're out there supporting people's shows, they're going to support you when you have your own show. Yeah. Um, and also again, most of the gigs I've ever gotten is by subbing. Yeah. And, Usually when you sub, it's because you've gone out, you've seen the show, they mm-hmm. they know you've seen uh, how the show works, and and if you've seen the show, they're gonna get you in the mix then. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that's that's my word of advice: just get out there. Yeah, man, yeah. I like that. It's it, it is important, and uh, we we talk uh, several guests talk about the, you know that it's hard because we're you know being friends with a bunch of musicians, you always want to support each other. But it's hard because we're all working, you know, we're, right, all, we're all playing right. some gig, you know, to right. make our bills and all that kind of stuff happen. And, um, so it's hard, but like, but like when you are in those lean times, especially it's important to remember, like, this is a good chance to like go and support you it's, know? yeah, and try to, you know, maintain those relationships and that you've had and you worked for and that you care about, you know, and new relationships start up in those lean times. Big, like, yeah. I, big like time, that's yeah. anytime I've had a slowdown coming out of that slowdown is something new that I would have never expected. Sure. Uh, yeah. And that's, you know, and it's usually from going out. Yeah. It's usually from going out. Definitely, man. And it's not like going out at night. It's like going out and having coffee. It's going yeah. out. And, um, I, I, so at Cal Arts, I studied a little bit with Charlie Hayden before he got too sick. And 
the one piece of advice that, or the one thing I sort of, the big takeaway I had from him, it wasn't really a music thing. I mean, there was a ton of amazing stories he had, but the big thing that he talked about, or one big thing he talked about, he's still at like in his eighties, he was saying he was making like 10 phone calls a day. Yeah. Like 10, just, you know, checking in with people and keeping up those relationships. Yeah. It's like a farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And so I think that's super important as, as musicians and especially being your own boss, you have to stay social. You have to stay connected and just liking something on Facebook or commenting on something on Instagram is good, but you need to take it a step further with a text, with a phone call. And the best is seeing people in person. Yeah. In person, buy them a beer, yeah. talk to them, whatever, you know, like and ha- have that hang time and like a little emotional connection. It's that it's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it actually, you know, I mean, selfishly, it makes you feel good too. I mean, like yeah. being, being around totally. other humans can totally. be very good. Totally. This just popped in my head. Another guest that, that you know, uh, that's been on the show is Todd Glass. Yeah. And he talks about you every oh once in a while, you know, uh, on his show, because he, he loves to hire drummers right, to play right. with, he uh, hit, he with hit me DJ up stuff. Two days before New Year's, no, day before New Year's Eve, yeah. saying, hey, can you come do this New Year's Eve thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, can you do this thing on my show on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Two, like two days before, I'm like, Todd, what are you talking about? Right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Todd's a great dude. He's yeah. been on the show as well. And, That's uh, great. And, 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 but like, and he loves drummers. And yeah. He's also friends with Josh. and all. The, it's, it's funny. It's, yeah. I think he, he actually stumbled upon Josh Johnson because there's a comedian named Josh Johnson. Really? And I think he got things mixed up or somebody gave him Josh's number and then they became friends. That's like, funny. It's pretty silly. But uh, yeah, so Todd's, an, you know, he's a really big fan of music and like right. and, and loves friendship and stuff and yeah. loves caring about it. So he, he, he talked about being social and putting emotional time and he's one of those guys like uh i had a i had a close friend pass away you know a year and a half ago and he wrote me this nice email i just i mean he just like he has no reason to do that like right right. you know but like just we know each other very little and it it just it's just like you know and it it was just like that when somebody like that does it you're like wow that's this is important it makes you feel good and it makes you feel like cared about and seen and all that and totally so i definitely strive to do that as well it's a, yeah it's a bit it's a has a big impact yeah and i think this this podcast is a great way it's yeah. like man such a you know it's such a good way genuine way to connect with people thanks man yeah. i think so too and you know i not only does it give me a chance to hang out with friends that i don't always get to hang out with uh but i there's nothing better in my opinion than like showing off how talented these people, you know, all you people are, you know, and be like, no, this is, this is why we're friends. You know, we're all like doing this amazing stuff. And these guys just admire the, you know, the work that you're doing and all all these guests. But so speaking of the work that we're all doing, that brings us to the, you know, near the end of the show where we do plugs. So where, how can people support you? Where can they buy albums, YouTube videos, Um, websites? Yeah. So I have, yeah, that album up on, on the interwebs, uh, live at the blue whale, Martin Diller quintet. Uh, I'm doing another show at blue whale, uh, February 7th, Thursday, Mm -hmm. February 7th. Uh, I'm doing a big month run with postmodern jukebox in the U S starting mid February, going to mid March. I'm doing a couple weeks in Europe with Yuna. Um, and I'll post all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, if you're, if you listen to the show and you're in one of those cities that I'm going to, and you mentioned that, I would love for you to come see the show and get you tickets to it. Um, but, uh, follow me on Instagram. That's a good way. Drummer five one zero. That's right. The five one zero is Oakland. That's right. Bay. Yeah. Uh, go Oakland A's go Warriors. (laughs) Um, 
Raiders. I don't know how I feel about that right now. Yeah, sure. They're doing all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the best way to follow me is you, you probably through Instagram. I have a Facebook page, which you can like, but Instagram is probably what yeah, it's kind of the, updated. It's kind of the yeah. jam. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, well, let's explain. We're going to play one more tune at okay. the end of the show. You want to explain that tune? So, yeah, this is this is a song written for my girlfriend, uh, for my girlfriend, Ricky. Um, she's kind of famous for having trouble sleeping. Uh-huh. Uh, she gets uh, she gets a little she's doing way better. She, she got really into meditating, which everyone should check out. Sure. Um, so she does a body scan before she goes to sleep now, and that's helped immensely. But before that, she'd wake up in the middle of the night and kind of be awake for a couple hours usually. Uh, so this song is called Repose, which is uh, repose is like to sleep, another word for sleeping or resting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is, yeah, kind of like a little lullaby. It's it's kind of taken from Brahms's lullaby. Okay. There's a little bit elements of that. Cool. Uh, kind of redone. And it's just trio with Miro and Jonathan Richards. And I don't know, um, yeah, we you can start from the beginning, but Miro takes a beautiful intro that I didn't write. That's sure. just all improvised by Miro, and I, yeah. he played it, and I was like, man, that's, this is better than the song. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then after that, the song kind of comes in. Um, sure. And yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a nice little song. That's awesome, yeah. man. So if, you know, we'll end the show, and then if you just stay tuned for a few seconds, you'll hear the beginnings of Miro's intro into the last tune, Repose by Martin Diller. So uh, the last thing, oh, I, I always plug Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music for the show, and Killing Chad it. Coleman, who... Uh, did the art for the show. Those guys are part of the show every Killing week. It. The Instagram is Ryan is super strong. Twitter is at super strong Ryan. And if you go online, it would be awesome if you would rate and review the show, help it grow. Five you know? star. Five yeah. Star. Give it a little five star. Uh, the last thing I do before we end every show is I, I talk to a listener or a group of listeners and to, uh, try to get them to up their game in some way. And so I'm going to do the same thing right now. This week, I'm talking to venue owners that have a really good thing going <laughs> and then decide to turn their club into a, another crappy L.A. nightclub. <laughs> I don't know. It just came into my mind for some reason. Uh, but yeah, man, hey, something when you build something special, trust that thing. You know, we, like, we've, we've all lost things. We talked about Sassafras earlier and right. that the, how special that hang was. And we need more of that in the community, you know? So if you're a venue owner and you're listening to this show... You know, give people a shot to keep something going for a while. Be, you know, become part of that community, and most importantly, rather than kicking people out and starting something fresh, listen to the advice of someone like Martin Diller here, and go back <laughs> in the archive and listen to the advice of all the people that have given advice here at the end of the show. If you do that, if you change your wily ways of, you know, ruining a good thing for something crappy, <laughs> maybe, just maybe one day, you might be super strong too. Just, just maybe. like. Ryan. Just like Ryan. The superest, strongest super guy. <laughs> Thanks, Sorry, man. I just ruined your spot at the end there. <laughs> no, that made me feel good. good, good. <laughs> I feel better. And, uh... Into repose now. Slightly different.